Welcome to Come Draw from the Well. I'm your host, Victoria Fisher, and again, I am joined today by Cynthia Hoffman-Cole, and we're going to continue into part two of our conversation on parasites, the mystery of stealth proteins. We want to help people understand that sometimes it's about what they're putting into their body that's influencing these numbers, mm-hmm. and that it's not as simple as just taking a medication. Or taking a supplement. Or taking a supplement. people come in and they say, I read about this supplement, I heard about this, and I yeah. should be on this protocol. Yeah. So yeah. what what do you say to clients who say, I think I have parasites, I want to be on a cleanse, I, ha- I want to try this protocol, I, I, I bought this protocol, because I've had clients come in and they're already an established client here coming in and... They do their research, which is totally fine because we want clients to be educated, but they take that step and they say, well, I think that this is what I need, so I'm going to buy this Well, and I watched a a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched a podcast, and the podcast said, and it all made sense, I heard every symptom that they talked about, and they said... I believe I have parasites, so I signed up, I Mm -hmm. bought the protocol, and I'm on this parasite cleanse now, but I'm not feeling well. Right. So can you help me? Mm. So that's what we get, right? That's, right, absolutely. That, that yeah, might be some I, of the conversation. I have seen that, absolutely. Right? So it's that not, might be I, some of the conversation. It's not doing what I, what I expected it to. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the stuff coming out of the toilet that everybody talks about. Right. That's the big thing. So, right. Yeah. Well, because parasites are more than just egg layers, right? Yeah, they're, they're cellular, not just worms. They're not that's what I had, right? Mine was one cell microorganism, and then mm-hmm. it was turning my body into simple sugar because it needs what? Sugar to survive. And so mm-hmm. if we're on these fake meats, we're getting a whole lot more sugars into our body mm-hmm. and we are, we are feeding their existence. Right. Right. So, um, what do I, you, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, you no, that's okay. So what do you, I like, love our rabbit. You know, but with that, so somebody has this protocol or they say, I have these symptoms, I got this protocol and they say, and they come to you and say, they kind of want your blessing or your sample uh, stamp of approval on it. What do you say, or what do we, what should we be doing about that? I mean, I know what I do, right? With it. Um, so first, I I praise them, right? Because they're hungry. I love people who are seekers. God mm-hmm. loves people who are seekers, yeah. right? Um, so that's great. And and I I'm always a, a fan of saying, look, education is not a bad thing, right? Um, it's, it's just put into the wrong hands. It could be rather dangerous, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. And so when somebody comes to me and says, Hey, I'm on this program. I read about this. I read about this supplement with the whole, um, you know, issue that we're presently again in, as in a climate pursuing still to this day, you know, two years later, Mm -hmm. um, I, I watched the podcast. Um, I want to be on this supplement. I started taking it, but I'm not really feeling better you know, can you test it and see if my body wants it, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Um, definitely. Especially where parasites are concerned. I'm a big fan of saying um, you may very well have parasites, but you also may not be in a place where your body's prepared to get rid of them. Right. The parasites might be in there to try to save you from metal toxicity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, parasites, they have a design. They have a design. Yeah. And so if you did pick up a parasite, um, it, you may not be able to get rid of it because you've got metal toxicity. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not be able to get rid of it because you've got a retrovirus and the parasite is adherent to the cell because cell, you know, viruses will take the cell hostage. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, you may not be able to move beyond the parasitic influence because there's something else keeping it, you know, in, in, in in, in its presence. So, yeah. um, 
I will always say, let's just find out what your body is up against. Mm -hmm. And if it wants the parasite support, we're gonna we're gonna maximize its its presence, right? right? But if it's saying not yet, because I've got to downregulate a metal influence or a metal toxicity or a chemical toxicity, mm -hmm. like you know, marijuana or other medications, right? Right. I mean, people who are who have medical marijuana cards are are causing a chemical disruption to their cell mm -hmm. because again, even though it's found in nature, I love that conversation. <laughs> it, yeah. Just because it's taking away your pain, if you're not dealing with why you have the pain, mm -hmm. um, you could be taking it, but if you stop it and the pain comes back, is it really helping? Right, yeah. Right? So sometimes you're over-toxifying the body even in the presence of something natural, like marijuana or mm -hmm. CBD or whatever, right? Right. And parasites, these rogue proteins, are going to hang out because they're trying to save you. Yeah. And so if you try to detoxify and you get worse... Could be right mm -hmm. because the body is saying, oh, "What are you doing? Like you're you're push you're forcing me to do something. You're telling the liver to do something that it's saying I need this here because if I get rid of it, this person's going to go downhill." Right. Yeah. So parasites uh, again, just to, to recap that parasites they not that they're inherently good or bad, but they do have a function they do. when the body's balanced or when the body's trying to maintain that homeodynamic state. Stress is being so, placed on it. And yeah, it. so sure. parasites, they can sequester, <laughs> so they can hold on to for us because we were not designed to have aluminum spread on our armpits every single day or have it injected Correct. into our cells as, a, as an adjuvant for for um, inoculation. We weren't meant to be breathing it in the air and all of these things. So as a adaptation these parasites can actually sequester and hold on to those yeah. metals for us yeah we weren't meant to breathe breathe in toxic mold from a sick building or um have bacteria from a host of different things or over antibiotic use which all of that can disrupt yeah. everything yeah. so these parasites can actually hold on to those things as a safety mechanism for Correct. our bodies and then we so. tell them we tell them to die and guess what happens when they die they off gas <laughs> And when they off gas, yeah. they off gas everything. everything they're holding on to. So as you're talking, the Lord, the Lord gives me this vision. So um, the ecosystem of an aquarium. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about it, the ecosystem of an aquarium. Yeah. And in nature, these fish thrive in this ecosystem, in this environment. Um, and if there isn't a proper balance of the nitrogen, if there isn't a proper balance of the oxygen, if there isn't a proper balance of the biome that's required for mm -hmm. the thriving of these fish, and they're and they're off gassing because fish poop, you know, and yeah. they burp, right? I mean, yeah, they have a metabolic they have system. a metabolic system, yeah. right? And we feed them. What are we feeding them? Who even knows? Who even knows? Right? These flaky things, right? right. But we're asking them to thrive in this ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Well, all of a sudden we start to notice what on the walls of the of the aquarium. It'll be scum or algae scum, or something. Right. And so what do we put into the ecosystem in order to be able to clean up the scum? Bleach. I don't know. Not bleach. Snails. Oh, we put little snails. Okay. All right. Snails. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And snails do what to the wall of the of the of the of the aquarium? They attach themselves. And then what they do is they go along the the, the, the walls of the, and they eat mm -hmm. the mold. Right. They're designed to do that. 
they're parasites by nature. They're vectors that thrive off of the leftover. Mm -hmm. It's what snails do. It's what mussels do. It's right. These yeah. are these are vectors that pull in toxicity and they hold on to it. These are bottom dwellers, mm -hmm. right? That clean up the ecosystem of in, in nature. Yeah. So okay. we have them. That's a visual imagery mm -hmm. of, of natural parasites okay. within the cellular me you right. know, metabolic body. Is yeah. it acts like that? It creates the harmony within the ecosystem of our gut. Yeah. And when in balance, it can. Now, you know, when um, the year I, I am not clear on, um, but there was early on in, in at the Well of Life Center, there was a story where DuPont um, had dumped chemicals into that a was lake. Like 2009, 2000, something like that, right? Somewhere around. Right. That so it was. Yeah. It, there was a eco. There was maybe a dumping earlier. of chemicals. Mm -hmm. so it might have, might have been earlier. I think it was earlier on. Dumped in the ecosystem of a lake in mm -hmm. North Carolina, and uh, people in the area, uh, again unknown to the people in the area, mm -hmm. started becoming very sick. There was a, a sharp rise in cancerous symptomatology. Mm -hmm. And it started with gut issues. It started with throwing up and diarrhea and, you know, all of these like intestinal problems. Mm -hmm. um, and it was found out that, of course, this lake uh, or pond or, you know, water source outside of the DuPont factory was toxic. Mm -hmm. And the way they solved the problem was they shipped mussels from Prince Edward Island. They had gotten oh. all of these mussels that were um, farm raised you know, off of the coast and they brought it and they dumped them into the, the pond mm -hmm. and literally within 24 to, I think it was within 24 to 48 hours, the pond was totally clear from the chemical presence that DuPont had dumped into there. Mm -hmm. And every muscle was floating at the top that they had, lived, they were literally dead, yeah. but the lake was clean. was clean. They did their job. They did their job. Yeah. So now that's grand scale. Let's do the microcosm that is our body and put that into this little habitat. That's right. And if we take herbs or we take these protocols and do these big old flushes, we're going to number one, kill off what's meant to save us, right. or at least to hold on until our body has the resources, the resources and the to ability. deal with it. Yeah. And then we're killing that off. And then we're also dumping all that. So we mm -hmm. have this, basically this, toxic yeah, sludge it's, that's it's, being released it's, and it's like a vicious cycle right right and so one of the things that we have found that are really successful is healthy binders right mm -hmm. so when you have a good healthy binder in mm -hmm. place n nature has always provided that for us we if we look at historically you can read nutritional deficiencies um health and nutritional deficiencies uh, weston a price you can our history of um with uh, Royal Lee, you know, that mm -hmm. when we look at his stories and, and we read his research from the early 1920s, you know, where he talked about, um, again, the, the gut microbiome and mm -hmm. the protomorphogen or, you know, organ health. Right. Um, one of the things that they knew, um, and we've known since the beginning is if you put a good, healthy binder in place, they were eating Spanish black radish. As a food. As a food. <laughs> right. It's a natural binder. Mm -hmm. You know, it's grown from the earth. Right. They could, and they would eat it. They'd root cellar it. 
in the mm -hmm. in the winter time so that they had it when they were eating what in the winter time more proteins right that's when they would eat their proteins is yeah. in the winter and they would also then have fermented foods with that as well correct which was and they wouldn't introduce the fermented foods until late winter early spring to reculture the gut mm -hmm. and prepare the gut for what nature yep so spring earth. and summer when things living would come up and then the body yeah. could handle breaking down those proteins properly mm -hmm. right yeah. And so we know that binders are really important in the story. Okay. And so if the binders are in place and you begin the die off, if the binders are in place, you're not going to retoxify. It's not going to be picked up in the bloodstream and then cause, you know, brain fog mm -hmm. and cause gut distress because the binders are going to carry that toxicity out instead of, and the parasites will, will in truth, the parasites will gladly give it up because, mm -hmm. you know, their life cycle is shortened and the adults will die and then babies will be born because they're going to be laying eggs somewhere, right? right. Yeah. Or they're going to replicate as, as one cell microorganisms mm -hmm. and cause problems, which is where I was at, right? right? So um, if, if, if we are smart and we really are doing a nice job of, of gut binding, mm. then the, eventually the parasites are like, oh my word, <laughs> and then they just start dumping for you. Yeah, they start dumping because the cell knows how to do that. Mm -hmm. And don't you don't have to force it, but you can give it what it needs so that it gently starts to you know do what it's been designed. And sometimes it needs a little glutathione. Sometimes it needs a little bit of help to remember. But what I love about what we do is that nothing is a lifelong process, right? right? It's a cycle of process. Yeah, and it's never okay. This is the protocol that you need to be on forever to, to maintain health. Yes, you all everybody should be taking this, and, and this is what you need to take to have healthy cells or healthy right. tissue. Um, unfortunately, yeah. and unfortunately, I don't think as a society we can we can escape not having some sort of support throughout the course of our lives right. from this point forward. Yeah, just I mean, I, I too much. I, well, <laughs> too and much I, and I would yeah. say that I kind of saw that coming early on. I remember having that conversation in one of my lec live lectures where mm -hmm. somebody asked me, "At what point are you going to be free from nutrition?" Um, and I said, "Never." Yeah, on the side of heaven, we, the the environment that we live in, the toxicity, it's the emotional toxicity, the physical toxicity that that we're that yeah. we're up yeah. against, the the non natural food products that we're almost now we don't really have a choice. Somewhat. Well, oh, they're to working eat. really hard. Right, they're taking that choice away. Yeah, they're working really us. hard to yeah. shut down again because it's the whole idea that what God created is not a good thing, mm -hmm. and so they're doing. They're working really hard to take that away. So I'm a huge fan of sustainable farming. I'm a huge fan of building up a network. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to be little pods of of benefits to one another. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt. Yeah, and even um, referring back to another book that that we read as um, as as part of the well of life is the getting back to the basics of, of human oh, health. Oh my word. Easy so, read. That's it's a super great, easy read. And that's great bedtime work. Yeah. But also it talks yeah. about how, um, the, even the, the, the value of vitamin C for instance, in an orange. So 50, 60, 75 years ago, the amount of vitamin C that was in an orange is, and it's vastly different from even an organically grown orange today. Correct. Because of the the adulteration of soil, because of the pollution in the environment, because we just don't have the integrity of the raw materials or even the seed integrity yeah. that we use. I to mean, have. when you take the organic orange and even put it up against the commercial orange, it's pretty similar. It's yeah, yeah, a, a dietarily right. Mm -hmm. The difference is size. Yes. 
right? Yes. So this is smaller. This is huge. Mm -hmm. And you're going, oh, I want more, right? Right. But what are you getting? Yeah. You're getting more full, but you're not necessarily getting full. Yeah, you're not getting the full nutritional value there. So because of that, we almost need it's a it's it's a need now that we need to supplement on some level yeah because of that so yeah and and minerals are a game of cofactors right Right. so we're always going to be playing that pinball game of Mm -hmm. balance if we're not getting balanced food right and anything fake going into the body is going to cause the deficiency and you will always be in a state of deficiency Mm -hmm. yeah so what would you say for a client then, yeah, we talked about, okay, somebody brought in, or even a non-client, if somebody is truly like, I feel like this is something I need to work on, take a step back from like, okay, we need to do a flush and a protocol, what's something, a good action item or something that somebody can implement even from home or just in their daily routine, is there anything that we could just recommend, not even just recommend, but just... Bring it as a part of your day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah. Apple cider vinegar. Ah, apple cider vinegar. <laughs> apple cider vinegar. Okay. Hands, hands down. Um, uh, yeah. That's, you can't. It's a win-win. Mm-hmm. It is an absolute win-win. If you are in need of it, you're not going to want it. Right, you're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna smell. Uh, it's gonna be. Offensive. I remember as a brand new client in, back in 2009, and my daughter was six years old at the time, almost six. She, she said, and we both were not having the whole apple cider vinegar thing. Oh and yeah, that was something that oh, yeah. right off the bat we right. were told to do. And she said, "Mommy, why does it smell so bad?" But eventually, she said, "Mommy, why does it smell so bad but taste so good?" Eventually. Right. So, and I tell clients right yeah. from the beginning, I started out because I started out as a client. Yeah. I, yeah. I've walked this walk. Cynthia has walked this walk. We know what we, like, we've yeah. experienced it firsthand. Yeah. So I told people I would do the tiniest teaspoon of apple cider vinegar in yeah. a big old mug of warm water and probably a good quarter cup of honey. Not even exaggerating. <laughs> I know. I could not handle it. Yeah. Just couldn't handle it. Didn't want it. Didn't like it. It was disgusting. Yeah, you weren't very happy. No, I wasn't. <laughs> but the more I drank it, the more my body actually realized, hey, this is something good. This is doing something it good knows. for me. It knows. Yeah, so it was. It, as I got more used to it, it was less and less honey, more and more vinegar, less and less water. So I wasn't watering it down as much. Yeah. So that's something that, yeah, like you said, if at first you're it's not gonna it's not gonna be pleasant no and (laughs) and if people if people drink it and they say it smells like feet you need it yeah you need it in a very big way yeah if people come into your house and say what smells like feet you need to make them one okay i mean in all honesty because because it's very interesting yeah it is it's Mm -hmm. all the olfactory firings within the brain that says you know sometimes the thing that is it's like liver right Mm -hmm. the most offensive thing is liver and, and yet, <laughs> right. you know, all of the mm-hmm. research shows that the importance of organ meat. Right. Absolutely. Right? Um, so when you, and all of Europe, by the way, knows that. I mean. Mm-hmm. We used to know we that. We used to know that in our Until country. we got super smart a hundred or so yeah, years and then ago. We started, then we started mass producing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's called the industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. Right. And it saved, and it, yeah. yeah and, it, and it saved, you know, cause I know I used to eat those TV dinners. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. raised, I was raised on them because mm-hmm. I had, you know, eight brothers and sisters and my mom occasionally wanted to go out on a date. So she would like throw the TV dinners in and we considered that like grand it's a meals. Treat. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a treat. Yeah. I digressed. <laughs> um, I will tell you something that was, and 
and you know this, um, apple cider vinegar was part of my story from the time I was a little girl. Mm. And we were not a sick family. We didn't go to the doctors. We didn't, we didn't have to go to the doctors. Right. When we weren't well, it was cod liver oil and it was apple cider vinegar. Mm. To the degree that when my father retired from uh, his role as vice president in AT&T, and was a workaholic and needed to find a job for himself, he created his own company. And at the time that my father created his own company, his company was the original Uber. His company was the original personal service company. And my father would take people to and from the airport. My father would drive dogs across country if they were going to be moving. My, mm -hmm. Remember my dad, yeah. my dad did that. And yeah. when they were, he was developing this personal service business of being able to be that extra wheel, you know, car for families that were had two income families and children needed to get to ballet lessons and get picked up at school and and you know grocery shopping needed to be done for an elderly person who couldn't get there. You know, somebody who who was working full time in their family had some a member that had dementia. My mother would go and you know be that personal service person alongside of whatever the family's needs were. My father's company met them. Mm -hmm. And when they were looking for what to name their company, they named it Mother in the Barrel. Huh. Mother in the Barrel, right? Interesting. And the reason why is because when Mother, the apple cider vinegar, mm -hmm. was culturing, when it was aging, this Mother floated to the top. And there was a hit time and story in, in the history of, of all of, you know, creation where they viewed the mother as a bad thing. And so what they would do is they'd skim off. They would take off the scum. They would take the stuff out of the way, stuff that nobody else wanted. So they had this nice, clean, clear, and, and look at Heinz apple cider, right? Mm -hmm. Clean, apple clear, cider, there's yeah. no mother in Heinz apple cider vinegar. Right. And that was the mass production of apple cider. We thrived on the mother. Mm. So what the business was called was Mother in the Barrel because my parents do all the stuff that nobody wanted hmm. to that's do. That's awesome. This to come off the top. Yeah. And so we were raised on the mother. Yeah, and that's what you want when that's you're drinking you apple, or using apple cider vinegar. Mm -hmm. So we're, there's not just one brand out there because now so many people have caught on to the wonder that is apple cider vinegar. You can get it in almost any grocery store, yeah. Uh, yeah. but you want the mother. You want that that those cloudy bits floating around sure. because that's what's giving you that. And it that ages, right? And yeah. as it ages, it gets darker and it gets richer yeah. and it just, it just takes on, I mean, it depends on how quickly you go through your bottle, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, if it, mm -hmm. if it, if it's forgotten, it doesn't go back. Right. No, it, doesn't it just go continues back. to like thrive as yeah. long as long as you're, you know, as long as you're aware of its importance, you right. know, Absolutely. but yeah, I love, I'm, Hands down, if apple you want to, if you want to know the one thing that is going to be vitally important, it's going to be apple cider. And I will tell you that when all of my mother's children got away from the house and were free, <laughs> you know, from from the restrictions, we didn't grow up with snacks. We used to have to go to people's houses to eat snacks. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't. We had three meals per day that were offered to us, and if you were not there when the meal was was put out, you didn't get that meal. Mm -hmm. So because there was no snacks, there was no eating in between. We had breakfast, we had lunch, we had dinner. And there was an appropriate amount of time between each meal. Mm -hmm. There was 
rarely a, a, an evening snack that just didn't happen unless we were, you know, watching on Sunday, um, the, you know, the Disney Channel. Yeah. Right. The wonderful, the wonderful world, world of Disney. Disney yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. The National Geographic yep. show on Sunday nights, you know, so just really rare. And, and we had cod liver oil and apple cider vinegar. That was part of our, our daily intake. And mm. we were not a sick family. Right. It wasn't until we got out from underneath that model yes. that we started introducing processed foods because we were, you know, we did weren't taught balance. We weren't taught. We weren't educated as a as a children mm -hmm. to understand why my parents made some of the decisions. Yes, we didn't have a lot of money when we had so many children. Right. But we we didn't understand the why behind it. Yeah, Correct. Absolutely. So with apple cider vinegar, I do want to make two little caveats or notes with that. So number one, if you do have, if you're actively dealing with ulcerative symptomatology in the gut, don't want to pour an acid on it necessarily. So you would want to hold off on using apple cider vinegar. You can and should still use it though within your food preparation. Yeah. So we can use apple cider vinegar as a cleaning um, and a fruit and veggie wash yep. because it just naturally, depending on the soil that it's grown in, there can be parasitic resonance or um, or bacterial resonance right. on that produce. Right. Soak yeah. it. So soak it soak with it. apple cider mm -hmm. vinegar in water, and you can add a little baking soda to it because that can also help to remove some of the pesticide residue as Correct. well. Correct. Yeah. So there are other ways that you can draw benefit yeah, from apple cider vinegar. You well, now take, they have apple cider gummies. They do have gummies. They have <laughs> tablets. You can take an apple cider vinegar bath. You can. Um, Wait, you can. And hey, that upregulates in the lymphatic system because yeah. the skin is the largest living organ we have. So if you're soaking in an apple cider vinegar bath, you're up taking it into the lymphatic system and you're going to start benefiting that cell, which is going to heal the ulcerative symptomatology that's in the gut. Okay. So there are many, there are many different, different ways, ways that we can, we can yeah. bring that in. So um, if you feel like that's something that you may need, yeah. then go I, for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, you know, make friends with the mother. <laughs> and I do also want to, we're talking about Appleson and an Apple family, yeah. and we did talk about this in our in a previous episode yeah. when we were talking about different apple diets and fads. Apple a day. Apple a day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and please don't feel like, you know, that you have to cut it and you have to sprinkle it with cinnamon and you have to <laughs> dip it in, you know, uh, nut butter with coconut oil like you know those are those are great but mm -hmm. just grab it and eat it skin on skin on yeah now if you're eating it with the skin and you get that in the back of your throat like it feels like it's scratchy or you know itchy, itchy in the yeah. back of your throat just mm -hmm. peel the skin yeah um and you know or you could even take that apple put it into boiling water take it out like right at parboil it right take mm -hmm. it out right away put it in, in a cold ice bath and then eat it and you won't have that problem. Right. There's or, just an enzyme on the skin yeah. that the body is not able to break it down. You can also just look for more of the traditional variety of apple yeah. instead of old like fashioned. the yeah, old fashioned apple. So go for like the Jonathan, Jonathan's Ida Red, Macintosh, um, Braeburn, that yeah. kind of thing. Even Granny Smith um, is it can be included in that. But when you go for like the gala, the the honey crisp, all the ones that everybody loves because yeah, they're really lady, sweet. Yeah, lady yeah, um, yeah, yeah, they're actually yeah. hybridized or hybrids of hybrids from traditional varieties. Sure, well, they're GMO. <laughs> they're, they're without 
modified. Without being genetically modified, they're modified. They're modified. Yes, yeah, they're, they're right. actually patented. So if you look yeah. at the different apple varieties, those apple varieties are patented for yeah. their tree. Be- and you sure. can well, look at like what the Well, it's like my Labradoodle, right? I mean, well, yeah. it's like two of the really, really good dogs they mm-hmm. decided to make into one. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's the same thing. You yeah. know, you take something, two really good things, and you make them. You know, you bring them together. Bring yeah. them together, and they, and they make something good. Yeah. But go back to the really the antiquated those good tried and true apples mm-hmm. that break down really nicely yeah and then you can also cook it with the skin on as well so Correct. again if we're looking at people who have an, an intolerance or do have some severe gut dysregulation um, for various reasons if you cook it with the skin on you're releasing the pectin and that pectin can actually yeah, and heal then, the and gut and then you just make the applesauce and with the skin the applesauce. On. Yeah. yeah you just do eat the applesauce that way mm-hmm. But apple, I mean, it's like apple a day does keep the doctor away. Absolutely. And so if you can't, if you can't just eat it, then get get the apple cider vinegar for sure. And it's a, it's a win-win. Awesome. Um, any other last tidbits, things we want to throw out there? You know, in I think, closing? you know, I think that if I've learned anything in the 17 years and it's been longer, actually, it's been 20 years since I've been ill. Wow. It's 20 years. Crazy, right? Mm. Um, if I've learned anything in the last 17 years of, of God's vision, you know, for uh, the Well of Life Center, it's that um, nothing is really that immediate. It's taken a while to get you to the broken place that your body may be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it's going to take some time to get it out of it, out of that degree of distress. Okay. Um, breathe. Just breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, don't ever feel like you know, the gun is at your head, right? Because the truth is, is that in the presence of oxygen, disease cannot dwell. Right. So sometimes we are in the distress state with our guts. We've invited these stealth proteins in. We are, we're allowing the immune system, you know, to, to go in the midst of that fight, to go into the depth of that fight because we're not breathing. We're not drinking mm-hmm. water, which is rich in oxygen, right? We're right. dehydrated. You know, there's lots of things that are happening that are that have kind of invited this dysregulation to take place. Mm-hmm. But it comes from the simple practice of breathing. Just breathe. Yeah. Take a breath. Step back. Be still. And it's amazing in that silencing of the heart. Turn off the, you know, turn off all of the chatter and the chaos that's taking place. Mm-hmm. And... And just rest in knowing that you have been purposely designed with the goodness that God intended for you. And when the body is in a state of dysregulation, he's calling you to the throne for the purpose of hearing something he needs you to hear. Mm -hmm. And so my recommendation, regardless of where you are in your walk of faith, is just step back and just breathe. And don't feel that you have to rush into into the battle because the battle's already happening. And if you rush in, you may be creating more chaos than the body can handle. Mm-hmm. Step back. That would be my, that's my two big takeaways. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that. It's been, this, I, I love talking with this. I think we get, we, I learn things. I, hopefully yeah. those who are listening learn things. And for sure. Put in some, some good, just action items that people can take and, and no, like you said, it's well, not, we yeah. love our clients, right? Yeah, we, we love all of all of mankind. Mm-hmm. We have not we have not missed the message that God has placed on our hearts when He gave us the vision to help His His children, right? Yeah. 
we that's us yeah that's that's at the very core of who we are mm-hmm. and so when we get together and we talk you know what we're all we're doing is just sharing what god is, has you know already birthed and i yeah. use that term <laughs> and they laugh all yeah. the time right but already birthed yeah. within us it's yeah. just our opportunity to put it out there to make yeah. a difference to be Absolutely. that influ- we want to be influencers but we want to be influencers of education we don't want to get the people to the place where they're afraid right we want to empower our job is to empower them we our job is not to get them to a place where they feel afraid of what god intended for them right absolutely so, so yeah don't fear parasites to go on a war path with them no because yeah. they will bite back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely right. well that wraps up our episode for today so thank you for joining us at come draw from the well yeah and if you have questions let us know. You can um, actually go to our website and get uh, information there. And we'll be uh, talking about more and more topics. So yeah. don't don't uh, run away from the whole parasite topic. So And share. Yeah. Share this podcast. Absolutely. Because if you want to be an influencer in today's world, then equip yourself with the tools to be able to be that influencer and share this podcast. Because... There's information out there that maybe you might not be in need of, but somebody else is. Absolutely. So by passing it on, you know, you are, um, you know, it's like the Fabergé commercial, you know, you tell two people, they tell mm-hmm. two people and so on and so on. And the world changes because we're empowering people towards change Absolutely. and and not putting them into a state of bondage. Yeah. So as you come and draw to the well, draw others with you. That's Bring it. others with you. That's it. Feed them. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us. Hey, no problem. Take care.